Hello, listeners. Welcome to Randomosity. I'm your host, Rand. First off, I would like to apologize for my absence on the show, and it's been a while since I've recorded on here. I've just been really busy with uh, uh, family stuff. But rest assured, a lot of things are going to be coming up, uh, and I'm going to try to do this on a weekly basis as much as I can. And I'm going to release my new trailer so that um, people know what the show is really about and just what I'm going to be going, excuse me, just what I'm going to be doing from here on with the show. So, um, just as a recap with the recent events of what I've been doing, well, I got married, I'm an instant dad, and I've just been really busy doing that, and I've been, um, trying to build up, um, this podcast and also build my company for helping with, with publishing books and the title of, of the company is in the works but I'm hoping that I can help people publish their own work and also publish some of my work works that I've done I'm going to try to publish um, Beware, Beardman and Apparition as books and I'll still try to do like audio um, radio plays for those said um, projects, but for now I'm just going to have them in writing first and then I'm going to do the audio recordings later, so stay tuned for that and the updates of that one. And I'll do uh, movie reviews here and there, and speaking of which, I will be doing some Christmas ones, since I was a little bit late on that one, but I did watch some Christmas movies, and one in particular which is a new one that I'll be talking about hereafter. So, I'm going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back and we'll talk about a movie, a Christmas movie that I watched with my wife. So, stay tuned. Alright, I'm back. Sorry it took a while. I was trying to figure out what my recordings were doing, and apparently I wasn't recording, but I thought that I was. Anywho, um, the movie we're going to be talking about is Violent Night. It just came out this year. And it was a movie that I've been wanting to see ever since my brother shared a trailer of it. And we thought that was a joke because um, I thought it was going to be like a parody of um, kind of like um, what SNL did with, with uh, Jim Hopper from Stranger Things with um, Oscar the Grouch and made it a parody of The Joker. So we thought it was like that. But then it turned out, oh, it's it's an actual movie. And it has Jim Hopper playing Santa Claus in this one. And spoiler alert for those who have not seen the movie and are planning on watching it. So if you need to pause and listen to this later, you can. I'm giving you that option. Otherwise, I'm going to delve into it. So what this movie starts out with is... Uh, Low in his life, uh, Santa Claus that's kind of tired of the holidays with people being greedy and uh, wanting material objects instead of um, what the real true meaning of Christmas is, which is giving instead of taking and stuff like that. And it's got some funny quips in there, like <laughs> it's a mixture of comedy and violence. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Um, it's more of like if, uh, 
John Wick with Santa Claus, if I want to put it that, because he's very violent. He doesn't want to be violent. He doesn't want to fight people, but if he has to, he will. And he's got them on his naughty list and stuff. And I thought they utilized um, the motives and uh, what Santa Claus had to do and the weapons he used to uh, finish off the people that were being on the naughty list. And when I first watched the trailer, I thought it was like... <laughs> Um, going to be like Santa Claus has had enough with the holiday and he's just going to go on a killing spree of killing people on the naughty list. But no, uh, he had, he, they painted him as like a good guy. But the funny thing is, <laughs> um, he's, he doesn't have a good past. Like they made it so that he was like a Viking and that he killed people and he stole money and stuff and we don't that was like his backstory but we don't find out like um why or how he became santa claus and stuff like that so um and he even has a name i forgot what it stood for but it stood with an n and um um it was kind of interesting when he was like saying like his name was kind of like um it reminded me of john wick when uh, John Wick was given the nickname the Baba Yaga, or um, the Boogeyman, when really that's not what the Baba Yaga was. That's not what it means. But anyway, it's funny, nonetheless. So maybe it doesn't mean what it means in the Santa Claus. So I might, I mean, not the Santa Claus. <laughs> We're talking about Violent Night, not the Santa Claus of Tim Allen. That was too much family-friendly. This one's not a family-friendly movie, just saying that out loud, even though there are some families in here and there's some friendly parts in there. But, um, so, what it starts out with is, um, there's a really rich family and um, one of the the parents are like, about to kick the bucket or planning on it in the next like five years or so or and they're giving away their inheritance to to one of the two of her kids and um one of them's like really nice you want to really root for them the other one you don't really care and don't even care about the kids in that family oh and also the one the one family that we care about we also care about the daughter in that family and um she believes in Santa. We don't know how old she is. I think she's like 9 or 12 and she still believes in Santa. But she looks like that age. So I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I can't even remember when I stopped believing Santa. So again, spoiler alert for those that are going to listen with kids around. And I don't know why you would want to listen. Well, you could listen to this with kids. I'm not going to be like swearing or anything like that. But I am reviewing a rated R movie, so if this is a movie that you don't want your kids to watch, obviously, I wouldn't recommend this for kids at all. <laughs> um, it's an ad I wouldn't say it's not an adult movie in the context that I'm saying. It's just more for a mature audience who enjoys blood, gore, can tolerate that, and swearing. Then this movie is okay for you. But if you are not up for that, then this is not your type of movie. And, um, let's see. Where was I going with that? Losing my train of thought. But anywho, so there's rich families in there. And, um, trying to figure out, like, who's going to take over the inheritance afterwards. And there's a little bit of a family, um, quarrel with the main character, the girl. 
and her parents are not getting along. They're thinking about getting a divorce, and so the girl doesn't, the daughter doesn't like that. So she's wanting Santa Claus. Like she, instead of wanting Christmas uh, Christmas presents for Christmas, she wants her parents to get back together. So, and this is this part's kind of interesting because um, in the trailer it paints a picture that the girl is giving like a walkie-talkie, and she's able to talk to Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is able to. Um, um, uh, talk to her and even tells her that she's on the nice list and that he was going to do anything he can to make her safe and stuff like that. When I first saw the trailer, I thought that what was happening was that, um, um, she was giving like a special walkie talkie, like a magical one where it would directly, co uh, contact Saint Nick. But that's not what happened in the movie. In the movie, um, she, um, what happened was that the dad forgot to get her a Christmas present. Like, forgot to take her to Santa Claus to ask for what she wanted and stuff. So what the dad did was look through some old Christmas presents and found a walkie-talkie thingy and gave it to her and told her that it was magic and that she could contact Santa Claus and even like sugarcoated it by saying that he's really busy this night but he will listen he may not be able to respond but he will listen that was a clever way of like telling the girl like that she can contact Santa and he won't be able to respond but he's listening and stuff like that so Anywho, so she uses the walkie-talkie and basically tells Santa Claus that she wants her parents to co come back together. So it's a thoughtful thing. But it is used for this. It is used later, like the walkie-talkie somehow. Oh, I'll get... I'm jumping ahead, but I'll get to that really quick. So anyway, since this family has a lot of money and about to um, give it away... There's another party that knows about this and wants the moolah. And it's the guy who plays Luigi Mario from the um, the old uh, Super Mario Brothers movie from the 90s. And he's a bad guy, and he has all of his minions, if you will, with different uh, Christmas-themed nicknames. There's even Krampus, there's... Uh, um, I forgot all their names, but Krampus is one that I remember the most because of um, what he like, what he did, or what he was willing to do to um, um, be a bad A, if you will. Anyway, the the main character Luigi Mario will just nickname him that since that's I forgot his name. I think it. Yeah, I, f I can't remember his name. I I have it that's in my tongue, but it's just not coming out. So we'll just call him Luigi Mario. Um, and his code name is Scrooge. Ironic, isn't it? So he's like the bad guy, and he doesn't like Christmas, and so he wants to take all the money. And it stems from him not getting what he wanted for Christmas when he was a kid. So he's hated Christmas ever since. And I'm like, eh, you think serial killers or like um, crime fighter or crime lords become evil because of one present that they didn't get for Christmas. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, um, so that was his motive, was that he wanted to get more money, and he knew this family had it, and he went through all the securities to, like, um, get into the, the vault, or try to at least. And so, 
And this happened to be the, the same house they were robbing was the same house that Santa Claus was just going to stop by and deliver presents. And as he was about to, um, we find that there's some magic thing that happens and he can't and Santa Claus can't even explain like why the magic works and stuff but it just does and that's just like their um, explanation for everything in this movie that um, their magic sometimes works and sometimes doesn't for Santa Claus like one time he he uses his nose like he twinkles his nose just like Mary Poppins no no sorry not Mary Poppins uh, bewitched and that would send him straight up to the chimney and out and then right when he was in the house and he hears a lot of people barging in and killing all the security guards and trying to um, take hostage of all the people inside, he tries to escape because he doesn't want to have any part of it. And he tries to do the nose thing to go up the chimney, but it doesn't work. And that part kind of bothers me because it's like, okay, why isn't it working? It worked before, so why is... Um, and now working is it because there's not they should have explained like maybe there's not a lot of people who believe in him and that's why the magic's gone and stuff and then when he couldn't leave the chimney there's a guard that comes in and tries to fight him and as he does so he shoots the um, his machine gun and it goes up the roof and as it goes up the roof um, it scares the reindeer that were on the roof and they just leave so then it leaves Santa Claus stranded so obviously he can't get any help and stuff so and I'm all thinking um, he should have some form of a way to help, like magic or via, via technology, just like Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Like he even, like in Tim Allen's Santa Claus, close to the end of the movie, he has adapted his hat for being like a microphone that can speak through like the top part of the of the hat, and it can be like a mic right there. And this Santa Claus doesn't even have that, so I'm like wondering. Like, is he just going old school and doesn't believe in technology and just relied on magic alone or something? I don't know. Anyway, so he's fighting and he's just wanting to get out of the house. He doesn't. He needs to deliver presents. And now I'm all thinking, like, this is Santa Claus. Like, um, he has to deliver all the presents before the night ends, basically, before um, December 26th, I believe, or something like that. Before... The morning breaks, if you will. I don't know. So, and and it seems like he's in this house for a long time. I mean, like, time is money. And he's just wasting away his time trying to get out of the house. So I'm wondering if time stands still. It would have been cool to explain if time stands still, wherever Santa Claus is. Like, even the people who are involved, time stands still and doesn't move a muscle. And that would be a cool plot twist to put in there if they were to say, like, right as here arrives, just time stops. But then, does it stop for him or just the people around him? So it's kind of like a bubble, just like in uh, the new uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast movie. I don't know. But that, I think, would have been cool if they would have done something like that. But they didn't. Oh, well, so it's just in real time instead of uh, it's being stopped. Because, you know, he has to go through each house in the whole world. But it does explain that he only um, goes to houses of people who need him the most, and he delivers Christmas presents that way. So that explains as to why I like him. He only visits people who believe in him, and he doesn't visit people who don't believe in him. And that would make sense as to why I like maybe his list has gone shorter, or um, 
there's not a lot of people who believe in him, so he just like visits like maybe two or three people in the neighborhood out of thousands. Because that would actually make sense that he only he only has time to visit people who need him or believe him, and that's why um, his night goes by fast or short or whatever. So that's a cool plot that they put in there that I think makes sense. And anywho, so going back to the walkie-talkie part, um, the bad guys have walkie-talkies, and they're communicating to each other through that. And then somehow, um, after uh, Santa Claus kills one of the guys, he uses the walkie-talkie that the guy had and then changes the channel and and hears Trudy's voice, which is the name of the girl, the main girl character in this who believes in Santa. And she's um, um, talking to Santa and asking for help because they're being held hostage in the house. And so he then has new motives and wants to help the girl and does notice that she's on the nice list. And it's kind of funny with the conversation they had together because they're talking about um, um, the girl wants Santa Claus to kick their rear ends but she doesn't say that she says the a word and santa claus this is a funny bit because santa claus is a bit hypocritical because he says he swears like a sailor in this but he doesn't want um the girl to swear so that she can stay on the nice list so i'm like well if you're swearing are you on the naughty list? So so it just is a bit hypocritical. And I don't know if that was intentional to have Santa Claus be swearing like a like a sailor in this and then when it comes to people on the nice list, he has to make sure that they do not say certain things. And so I thought it was funny, but I think it would have been more funny is if Santa Claus couldn't swear either or anything and he whenever he would um think of swearing, like, instead of taking the words in, in, in vain, he would just say, oh, jingle bells, or something like that, or, um, and so saying the B-I word, he's like, oh, blitzen, just, just funny Christmas slang words right there, um, like, oh, Christmas time, or something like that, I don't know, just something that would be hilarious, that, um, I think they could have utilized where he was, he was a John Wick that just didn't swear and stuff. I think that would be hilarious because it does explain like why like um he was uh, fighting is because um he used to be a Viking like uh but it only says that it only explains that he was a Viking but it doesn't explain like how he became Santa Claus over time and he was a violent one and he was like a bloodthirsty Viking. And that's how he came to be to um, be able to fight all the bad guys in there. And so when, I guess, a girl in this, in this movie, uh, Trudy, is um, stuck, she wants... And when she hears that Santa Claus did some bad things when he was younger of, like, killing people and doing it for money and being greedy and stuff, and then the girl says, you know, sometimes it's okay to be bad if you want to protect yourself and stuff. I'm butchering the the dialogue in that one, but that just motivates um, Santa Claus to go on a huge killing spree of killing all the bad guys that are on the naughty list and to help the family get out of the predicament that they're in. And so 
and the bad guy is the Scrooge guy, Luigi Mario, who plays Scrooge. Um, he finds the vault that has the millions of money in there. But when he gets there, it's not there. So then they find out that it's been misplaced. So then they uh, interrogate the other the family members to find out where it is. And they find out that it is in, hitting, hiding in a haystack with like the the nativity set, the huge nativity set. And it happened to be like in the haystack near where the wise men are giving like out frankincense and myrrh and stuff. So I was like, oh that's 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 clever. So and then they gather all the money there and lots of people are trying to get out and Santa Claus is trying to get the bad guys and trying to get Scrooge or Luigi Mario in particular and he finally catches up to him. They do like a little showdown with snowmobiles coming at each other and when uh, Scrooge um, he pulls off like a little Joker move from the Dark Knight where he's like, come on, come on, I want you to hit me, I want you to hit me. And he's standing in front of a, a stump. And as Santa Claus is coming in with his snowmobile, uh, Scrooge moves out of the way and Santa Claus hits the stump with the snowmobile and he goes flying. And so they have like a little fight and quarrel back and forth of trying to um, um, kill each other, basically. And over time... Um, oh yeah, uh, Santa Claus does have a list that he carries with him and it gets knocked out of his pocket apparently. And that's when Scrooge finds out that the list is real and he finds out that he's on the naughty list. And it, it's funny when they show like the, the good, the nice list and the naughty list. It's like a hologram, if you will. It kind of reminds you of Doctor Strange's little circle thing when you look into it and um, it has like a list of things like why they are naughty or why they are nice and stuff. It has their full name printed on there. So you find out who Scrooge's real name is and I can't even remember what it was. It was Jimmy something, but I can't remember his last name. I want to say it was Martinez. I could be wrong. I know, I know it starts with an M though. So anywho, so then when he finds out that Santa Claus is real, he's like, ah, oh, his right revenge he's going to kill santa claus because he ruined his most memorable christmas when he was a kid so he has his chance to kill santa claus and be rid of christmas all together so nobody will believe in him anymore and they get into this like huge fight and as they're going to um they're right next to a cabin that had well uh, it's a burnt down cabin and all that's standing is a chimney <laughs> And I th thought this is a cool setup. This is probably the coolest part of the whole thing. What happens is like um, um, you think that um, Santa Claus is going to die. And then all of a sudden uh, Scrooge comes in and they're close to the chimney. And then Santa Claus, he does the nose thingy. And when he does, he grabs Scrooge and takes him up the roof with him. So, because of magic, Santa Claus can go up any type of roof. It doesn't matter what shape or size it is. But since Scrooge can't, he's basically folded in half and squished and killed when he goes through the roof. I thought that was a cool kill. And, <laughs> sorry about that. And I'm all thinking, this movie is awesome. It's really cool. I recommend it. 
and they should seriously make this into a video game where Santa Claus is just killing people on the naughty list and saving the people on the nice list. This would be an awesome game if they were to do that and call it the same name, Violent Night. And he could just have like um, um, usual Christmas weapons that he uses, like a Christmas star. He could use as some like um, ninjas use for stars, like what happened in, in one of the scenes. He does kill somebody with a Christmas star. And um, a lump of coal filled with fire <laughs> to go down the pants and explode people. There's just a lot you can do with it. Turning a candy cane into a shank. He did that a few times. And man, those can go on and on of like making, uh, not Homer Simpson, Santa Claus into uh, a John Wick figure in this for the holidays. And again, I highly recommend this movie for those who enjoy violence, gore, comedy, and the season for Christmas. Yeah. And I'll be right back and I'm going to give my ratings for this movie and give updates on what's going to happen in the following episodes. So stay tuned. Okay, I'm back. So, as a little update, um, I just reviewed Violent Night 2022. Again, I highly recommend it. I give it a 9 out of 10 stars. Again, it's rated R for blood, gore, language, and disturbing images. And I think that's it. So if you are okay with that and tolerate those certain things and just want to watch like a comedic, violent movie, then this is a great movie for you for the season. So, yeah. And as an update, I'm going to try to do this once a week and also I will give links on the show below regarding my patreon and among other things and as far as like radio plays go go I'm gonna keep doing those and I'm recording one that's in the works that's gonna be called The Fifth Floor. It's based off of a short film that I did when I was in college. I'm just going to expand on it more and make it into radio play. And then I'm going to try to do some other radio plays here and there. And I'm going to dish out and let you know about the books that are going to be publishing soon. I'm in the works of writing Beware into a book. I'm on chapter 6 of that one, so I'm hoping to have like 12 chapters total. So once I'm done writing all those 12 chapters, then I will publish the book and leave it in the link of when I'm going to be promoting it again. Yeah, and keep supporting me in any way that you can, and I will talk to you later. So, toodles! You have just listened to an episode produced by Randomosity. The stories are written and recorded by yours truly, Rand Einfeld. Randomosity is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Listen Notes, Audible, Player.fm, and many more. So stay tuned, my friends. Please support the podcast on these venues as well as on the Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash randomosity.